ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Well, it is testimony time, and I want to invite a brother who wants to share with us what God has done for him, not because he came to church, not because he read his Bible, not because he prayed, but in addition to coming to church, in addition to reading his Bible, in addition to praying, he got involved in the work of God. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Foster Fumado from the Timothy Chapel to share with us what God has done in his life because he got involved in the work of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, I say 2015 my 13 Park be on number boss. I want to be a cute in it. And your own doctor, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, government am going to say, I'm 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 going to say, Now, me need and that's what because my minute can go to one No, all those who go for a corner, I could be that minister, one person more rent to one No more for more than a day, and see one. Now, so my minister, I want to foster and you need your wisdom, you have to see one. And to me, I don't go for my chance, and then I may have a mere, and then one mommy, because now me need you, I send a seminary see. Now, so my minute, you need me, say, or do you have a mommy? And to me, no one, and I'm beside no one, you be because yeah, basset or more man temo. And to do Saturday, I am with a court as a packer, a friend of four. I got down more my yard, a basset or and to do Sunday, so I found some coffee by me fear. On a moon, I am, yeah, got down as an ambassador, and to a union by a pet, and I'm eating about twenty trim set on for And to the one of my free charger, young Chiafi. 
Michelle Biancras, and yes, I'm a whole fair, and I saw a and I said, a Juma me on your mufie, and I be because of say, Miss Suma decided, sir, my cast and panache of Furo, I'll be banyan quite your radiant. I'm not my radiate, a car, mammy, Nakuma, because there are debut on them. Now, obedient car bar, would you be a basca? Now I judge you because I say, me a basset, oh. It means encourage you, Bibi, I'm sorry, Damasa. Oh, I'm sorry, Damoa. Now it's a bishop, Ogua, Master, I say, Tienasem. Now this one, Uber, Shiraba, Midasi. Now, Bishop, Midasi, Namishiro. Put your hands together for our brother. <laughs> wow. For those of us who don't understand tree, what our brother said was in 2015. He lived in the kiosk with his brothers on a park. And one day they were told that the place had been sold. So they decided that, okay, since they didn't have anywhere to put the kiosk, they would rather sell it and go back to their hometown where they came from. Now, the next day he was told that a certain woman was looking for him. So he went and the woman told him that there was a place and that they should bring their kiosk and put it right there. Hallelujah. So, God, people, people came asking him that, how come? And out of curiosity, he also went to the woman to ask that, why did you give me this place? And the woman told him, listen, the woman told him that she sees him doing basal work. She sees people coming to listen to the word of God. She sees him going out to witness to people. And because of that, something, he told me before I came here, so I can tell you. Something told the woman that, give the place to foster. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Just because, you see, there is a blessing in obeying the voice of the vessel God has given you. Amen. So as the word of God comes today, as Bishop preaches to us on the life we now live. May something touch your heart. Hallelujah. And may God place in you a desire to rise up to be who he has purposed for you to be. And may blessings come your way. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. And it is time to study the scripture. Oh, I said it is time to study the scripture. And with a hand clap and as we rise to our feet, we want to invite Reverend Michael to lead us memorize the scripture for this week. Hallelujah. Please let's rise to our feet as we receive him. Was going through some changes Staying away from you The destruction I was through My thoughts of you were few Kill my flesh Break my desires Lord help me thirst After your righteousness Kill flesh now Lord here I am 
Hallelujah. Amen.
Are you happy to be in church? Let your hand clap be louder this morning. Father, we ask that you speak to our hearts today and bless us mightily in Jesus' name. Amen. You may please be seated. I bring you greetings from Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. We had a very powerful Give Thyself Holy Conference. It's one of the most prophetic pastors conferences I've ever encountered. We thank God for the prophet he has given us to cover our life. Thank God for the life of our father. Galatians 2.20 Listen very carefully today. I'm, I'm not preaching. I'm just sharing something with you. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just having a discourse, a, a chat with you. Paul says, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet, not I, but Christ who is living in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. This morning, I'm continuing on the subject, the life I now live. I began to share with you um, on the sub-theme of habits. That the life I now live, among many things, is made up of spiritual habits. This life, this Christian life, requires habits. Habits. If you don't have certain habits, you can't live a full Christian life. And today, I want us to go back to Galatians 2.20 and look at something I have not really highlighted in, uh, throughout the series. He says, the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. That is, 
I live this life by believing in Jesus. The Christian life is lived by believing in Jesus. You must believe in Jesus. Now, not only in the teachings of Jesus, but also in the doings of Jesus and the habits of Jesus. Pastor Peter, you are welcome. We miss you very much. We don't know where you bought your tie from, but you should have bought a few to share at least to the pastors. Um, I don't know whether you are a Christian. <laughs> yes. It's a nice, handsome, 28-year-old man. Uh, I was... <laughs> I was saying something and uh, I saw the tie. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> you don't only believe in the words of Jesus, but also in the doings. His habits. Because Jesus had habits. Yes. And if you are a believer, you must have habits. Today we are looking at one of the habits of Jesus. Mark 135. Mark 135. In the morning. So you must have some morning habits. And what is this morning habit we are learning about today? Rising up a great while before day. He went out. And departed into a solitary place. And there he prayed. The habit I'm sharing with you this morning is the habit of fasting and praying. Fasting and praying. You must live a life of prayer. It must be a habit. And also add fasting to it sometimes. And I was just going to explain why and then we'll close. It's just, it's just a, a, a little chat. You need to be like Jesus. In the morning. You see, you see, there are two types of morning. The dark part of the morning. And the bright part of the morning. Jesus. 
Yesu. He used the dark part of the morning to pray and you as a Christian also must learn to use the dark part of the morning to pray it's called a great while before so a Christian must pray during the dark part of the morning. Just like Jesus. If you are listening to me and you are a Christian, I came today to share with you why you must have a habit of praying. Why should a Christian pray? And even why should a Christian add fasting to the prayer? Why should we pray? Because life is complex. Life is complex. Oh. Look. Whenever you see things that are straight, it means God didn't make it. Straight. Of course, there are some masons also who can create like God. They can make straight things. <laughs> Whenever you see straight things like a column straight, it's man. 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 The things God did are not straight. I was preaching this morning and a lady pastor sitting there. As soon as I said, the things God made are not straight. Then the lady pastor said, especially women. Nah, say? A woman. Say. A woman. Yeah. Not that she's not straight as in she's got curves like hips and curves. So the, the the personality itself is not straight. But, that's that's that is that is I leave you to discover it yourself. So when you marry and your wife your wife says no to something, you must use signs and wonders. To know that she really means yes to this question you have asked. But listen to me very carefully. You must have a habit of praying because life is complex. There is nothing like I have seen this girl. And I'm going for her 
in a straight line. Or I've seen this job. Or I've seen that guy. Nothing in life is straightforward. There are forces that are around us to ensure that life becomes a struggle. Nothing will be given to you on a silver platter. It's like it is it is free to air. If you want a certain type of life as a Christian, you must pray. You see, Jesus. Yes, A great while before day. And This man is God. But on earth. You better pray. Even God on earth was praying. It's because life on earth is a battle. The new living translation puts Job chapter 7 verse 1 in a very wonderful, it says, it's not all human life a struggle. <laughs> Human life. The life we are living. Yes. It's a battle. You joke. Satan will surprise you with surprises. Look, there is nothing like it is over. Even when you've got it, you still must fight to keep it. That is why the, I like the New Living Translation. It says, it's not all human, not animal life. Oh, human, human beings. Our lives are a struggle. That's why some of you, even you are poor because you couldn't fight to become rich. You fight because life is a struggle. That's why some of you couldn't get any proper education because you must fight to pass an exam. Yes. You must fight to raise your children. All human life is a struggle. I got you some translations of this verse which are not in your Bible. Let me help you with them. Yes. The complete Jewish Bible Complete Jewish Bible. It says human life on earth is like serving in the army. 
It's like a soldier barracks type of life. The complete Jewish Bible. Human life on earth. You don't pray and see what will happen to you. Human life on earth is like seven in the army. Yes, we drudge through our days like a hard worker. Good news translation. Beautiful. Human life is like forced army service. You won't understand this. Because you are a Ghanaian, but there are some countries. Israel, I know of Israel, Switzerland, some countries. If you are 16 or 18, and you are but once you wake up on your 16th birthday, you should go. You should go to the military. Force. You must go into the army. Force. Whether you like it or not, life itself, it's a human life is like forced army service. Like a life of hard manual labor. You don't pray. You sit down with a casual attitude towards life. You think life is romance. You kiss me, I kiss you. You smooch me, I smooch you. Marry and see if there's smooching in the marriage. If you get, if you get smooching in your marriage, you must fight. Human life. I'm preaching. Human life is like false army service young's translation young's translation he says is there not a warfare to man on earth when you live a little while longer you will come to the conclusion Job came to that there is a warfare in life. One of my favorite fathers of Christianity. I, I, I like him. He's called Wycliffe. He, I, I don't know why Martin Luther is the one they are attributing the reformation to. But, well, I guess he was able to carry it through. Yeah. But, it, but he himself would say, so when you are doing something, you must know the people who, are, who came to make life easy for you. Like, like in this church, God has blessed. We are a very prosperous church. I can't give you details. I mean, it's, it's a very unusual church we have here. But I honor Bishop Ampafo for the work he came to do in this church. So for you, building this, get, by the time I came, certain people were already ready for me. Already ready. 
so for say wo bra wo boy dane de nyina nya hwe yi na wo mo a omutime ma wa bra bo no eye mrekakra no fe ni die mo mo na asafua ye we e asafua e fa nya mi hira ye yi wo de asedama sofo na odi kan so there is a man there's a man called Wycliffe be maybe wo ha ye fe ne Wycliffe John Wycliffe John Wycliffe he started to fight the Catholic Church. He began to preach against the things that were happening in the church. They were practicing things called uh, indulgences. Two big practices. Selling things so you can go to heaven. I'll talk about that. I mean, indulgences. And then they were also practicing something called simony. Simony. Yes. <laughs> very, very simony is the, the, the practice where you could buy privileges with money. Yeah. You remember Simon the sorcerer who met Paul and wanted to give him money to get the gift he was using. Yes. So that the word Simon, 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 Simon. They were, they, were, they were buying spiritual things with money in the Catholic Church. That's not the point. But that man also had a translation of the Bible. And look at how he put Job 7.1. He said, knighthood. Knighthood. That is continual travail and fighting against vices is the life of a man upon the earth and his days be as the days of an hired man that is why cliff described this life he translated job 7 1 as a life of continual fight and struggle against evil in your marriage in your business in your ministry in your family, you have cont- you stop fighting and evil just overwhelms you. Life is a continual struggle against vices. That is why we pray. That's how we pray. The American Standard Version, ASV, is there not a warfare to man upon earth? The Dewey Rhymes Catholic Bible, Dewey Rhymes Catholic Bible. Is the first Catholic Bible which was translated from the original Latin Vulgate. Beautiful. It's like the life of man upon earth. 
It's a warfare. It's a warfare. It's a warfare. That's why some of you couldn't fight. So you are the way you are. You have to fight to be a pastor. You fight to remain a pastor. You fight to grow your church. You fight to sit in front. To, to sit in front. I had a vision one day. I was sitting on a crusade stage. Sitting by Bishop Dag Suddenly from the back of the stage. I had that vision in Victoria Falls. Zimbabwe. Suddenly a snake, big one, like an anaconda from the back of the stage came and wound itself around me. To remove me from the chair I was sitting on. And in the dream, I fought it and freed myself. As soon as I freed myself, I went to the, to the, to the pulpit to introduce Bishop. But the snake did not leave the stage. There was a brother sitting behind me. When I finished fighting it, the snake wound itself around the brother and took that brother away. The, the dream I have just shared with you, it happened practically to the letter. It's a prophetic dream. That is, even the chair you are sitting on. I told her wife this morning. This morning. I said, You are destroying your marriage. Demons. If you don't fight, suddenly I'm reading humility in her messages this morning. There are many, but there are many weapons we use to fight. One of the weapons is praying and fasting. Praying and fasting. Otherwise, something will remove you from this chair. Ladies and gentlemen, you're making me preach. Listen carefully. Life of, of man, not of dogs. It's a warfare. You see, that is the reason why certain things in our lives say. You see, praying and fasting are not the only weapons. But for a Christian, you are very powerful. Very powerful. You need it. You see, if you read Matthew 17, around 14, 15, they came to the multitudes, a certain man kneeling down saying, 15, oh, am I? Am I? Yeah. 
Lord have mercy on me. My son has gone mad. Apart from the madness, sometimes he just goes and just throws himself into a fire. Then sometimes you, you, you just jump into a pool of water. We have tried to stop this from happening, but now we need to remove this behavior from him. The same way there are some things in your life that must go. You see, I, and I brought him to your pastors, your disciples. They could not cure him. Pastors could not. Then Jesus said, faithless generation. How long shall I suffer you? Bring him to me. Bring him to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil. Because what was happening was a demon. And the the child was cured. So the disciples quietly went to Jesus the the next verse. Why couldn't we remove this marital problem from our lives? And look at Jesus Christ. He said, he said, if you have faith, one day I'll teach you on this verse properly. That could be You will say to a mountain, and the mountain will go. However, the next verse, verse 21. And so this kind, this type of problem, because it's a battle, it's a battle to stay pure. It's a battle to be in church. It's a battle to marry. It's a battle to have a child. It's a battle to raise the child. To raise. Look, this type of problem will never go except by prayer I just said, what the empire and fasting. I'm explaining to you today why certain things are persistent in your life. Because you need prayer and fasting. You know, I, I like the way the uh, um, what do you call it? What's the name? Um, this translation, the Jubilee Bible, the Jubilee Bible. <laughs> How it, it, it describes what Jesus said. The Jubilee Bible says, "How be it." Remember, it says, "How be it? this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting." The Jubilee Bible says, how be it, this lineage of demons, this lineage of demons does not go out but by prayer and fasting. Oh, see, actually, they say, that a demon who has a something, I want what was also no. I fear you. I could see a country. Some of you, if you are not careful, 
your marriage will be just like your auntie's marriage if you are not careful you will marry two women just like your father married two women it's called a lineage of demons ladies and gentlemen the waymouth bible the waymouth bible says this look at it it says but an evil spirit of this kind is only driven out by prayer and fasting ladies and gentlemen now i want to end by telling you but if you must pray why why should you wake up and pray why should you wake up pray? now the reason is this and I'm ending with this today's a short discussion we're having the reason why you must wake up to pray is that wake up in the night to pray is that the night is meant for sleeping if you remember very well it is the early morning like four o'clock that's when the sleep like when you change the gears it's like sixth gear you, you, you yes now now listen to this one before adam came uh, before satan came down into the into the the night was for sleeping Originally, the night was for sleeping. Says night and day. Created he him. Day him. That, that's it. God created night. The night is for sleeping. You are not supposed to wake up and pray in the night but when satan came down to the earth things change so much so that you cannot just you see by by being in christ you see you are not allowed to follow your normal desires that's why Praying in the night, fasting are not normal things. Your body is supposed to eat three times a day. That is How many times? Is it normally morning, evening? No, no. I mean, academically, when should? What's the right time to eat? Please stand up. This is a professor of dietetics. So, 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 yeah. As pastors, sometimes we are preaching and we don't say the right thing. So, this is a professor of dietetics. How should a normal human being eat? Three times a day. Are we also allowed to snack a little in between meals? Yes, some people need it, not everybody. Uh, am I allowed to drink two bottles of Fanta a day? I should drink only one. No, Fanta is not part of a healthy meal plan. 
part of a healthy meal plan, but occasionally we can fit it in for various reasons. If I drink Fanta every day, because when I was a child, I was told that when I grow up, then I'll drink Fanta. I, I only drank Fanta like one glass Christmas. But, but they told me that when I wake up, when I, when I grow up and I can afford it, so now I can afford it. Can't I drink Fanta every day? Actually, when you were a child and you were growing and you needed that energy, maybe at that time we could have allowed you to have some Fanta along the way. But as you have grown and you are just doing maintenance of body, whatever, you don't quite need extra energy from Fanta. So my mother deceived me. Um, she, the reason she gave was based on affordability when you grow. But Your mouth like affordability. Sit down. <laughs> with your Christmas hat now that I, I, I can work I earn 500 Ghana a month and I want to buy Fanta you say what? affordability nonsense ladies and gentlemen it is normal to eat three times a day but since the devil came down to live among men you are not allowed to just express your 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 physical fleshly feelings romans chapter 8 and we are closing verse 5 Romans 8 verse 5 For they that are after the flesh do mind the, there's something called the things of the flesh and today the information I'm bringing to you is that the things of the flesh are not just having sex fornicating, watching pornography Eating is also a thing of the flesh. Eating and sleeping and the people who mind the things of the flesh are fleshly. And there are also what we call the things of the spirit. Verse 6. To be carnally minded is death. That, is, you see, that word is not just fornicational. Eating all the time, it leads to death. Sleeping all the time leads to death. Verse 7, next verse. He said, The carnal mind, the mind that your body must be pleased all the time. You want to eat, you eat. You want to sleep, you sleep. The, the mind, that mind is against God. If you want God's blessing, you must depart from this type of mind. Ladies and gentlemen, that is why as a Christian, you must tell your body that you are not in control. The spirit of God is in control. And if Jesus woke up 
a great while before day. That is the time when the body must sleep. He defied the body. He defied sleep. That is why we in this church we wake up early to pray. We are saying that we will not be carnally minded Christians. We will not wake up with the animals. We wake up before the animals. I was up at 2 a.m. today. Sometimes 3. Sometimes four. Why? Because the life of man is warfare. Life is a battle. We have been forced into labor. And this lineage of demons we are dealing with will never leave us. Some of you you will end up just like your uncle the drunkard some of you you will end up just like your mother ended up but with prayer and fasting we are able to subdue demonic activities in our lives that's why this week we are putting our stomachs down. Yes. We are praying. To, to, to do what? We are fighting using prayer to bring our lives to the place it ought to be. It is Jesus himself who taught us that pray that Lord let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven as it is in heaven as it is in heaven there is, there is God's will maybe for some of you here there is a book in heaven where your life has been written on some of you in heaven by 2017 you should have two cars but you are struggling with trotros. And so what that's By this time, in heaven, you should have been married three years. This should be year of marriage. But you are not married. Because you see, to even let the will of God be done. You must fight like like a soldier. If you don't fight, if you don't fight, I had a vision this morning. I couldn't believe it. Short one. Short one. I can't tell you the vision. But as soon as I sat up. Now, sorry, I said, no, there's, there's some evil around. The things that are trying to take, you see, if you, I, I said that, look, even when you have bought the, you see, to get the phone, it's a battle. Now, to have it, to, to keep it, 
it's also a battle. Many of you sitting here, you are setting up yourself for demonic surprises. But what you need are rather divine surprises. May God surprise you instead of demons surprising you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm informing you today that this life will live. If you don't have the habit of waking up to pray, define the flesh. As I define the flesh. So, Bishop, preach it to them. As for me, I'm married. As for me, I've got three children already. It's those women who cannot get pregnant. They are the ones who must pray. Congratulations. Bishop, tell them I have got my beloved already. Beloved, you have not even had your wedding. Look. In this Ghana here, there's a story I will tell you. Oh, Kromaha. Asembisi. One lady, I know personally, but I can't tell you the work she does. She lived in America. She lives in America. She, she got a man to marry her. They came down to have the wedding. Did engagement. You are bragging with beloved. Engagement. Engagement. Saturday was a wedding. A part of Accra. I can see it. I can't give a lot of the story away. She was sitting at the salon. I know her personally. Her brother also was my classmate. In secondary school. She was sitting under the dryer. Around 10.30 fixing her hair. And somebody came to the salon. She came from America. Of America, the man also came from America or London. The cake was from London. The one to cut the cake was from Japan. The hat she was going to wear from Germany. She was sitting under the hairdryer. The man says that he will marry you again. Two hours to the wedding. Two hours. It's not enough to do engagement. To have the wedding, you must pray. It's not enough to say, I've got children. One pastor was talking to a, a young boy. So for being on the he was talking about homosexuality. Now, There are some guys. He was, he was saying that there are some guys. There's a homosexual ring. Now, is in this church. I found him. I found him. So for He said, they will let you bend down. 
and they will put their penis erect into the anus. And as they are having sex, blood is coming out. Jesus is coming out. So within like three, four minutes of having gay sex, the room is smelling of Jesus. So when they finish, the room is smelling. Sometimes the guy will bend down and lick the anus. I'm saying it for you to understand that it is a struggle. It's not enough to have sons. You must fight. Animals. I'm preaching you are saying that I should tell the one who is not married because you are married with children really really okay <laughs> you don't know the devil but this week for every surprise he has planned for us we are going to arise in prayer with surprises for him. That's why I wrote in the newsletter. I said, I quoted Christ. He said, Pray then in this way. Our Father, which is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. And I said, this is the responsibility which Jesus Christ places squarely on us. You must pray. He said, and I said, that, that we, we, through prayer, should enforce God's will in our lives on, on earth as it is in heaven I said that is what we seek to do this week to reduce the mismatch that exists between what happens in our lives on earth and the predetermined will of God in heaven for us that is the gap is too wide how your life must be and what it is now the gap is too wide and by prayer and fasting we are going to reduce the gap and minimize the mismatch. You are in for testimonies this week. I said you are in for encounters this week. The lineage of demons in your family are in for supernatural surprises this week. The devil, when he gets you, you know, if, you, if I've been in this church, I used to say all the time that Satan, I'm sure you've heard me, I said, he can present feces 
to you like jollof. I never knew that I was even saying something that is real. That a human being can lick an anus with feces. And don't sit there disgusted. That's just one of the, of the bizarre activities of demons in our lives. But, but with prayer we are going to enforce the will of God. As we are going to enforce the will of God. Every plan he has for us will be aborted prematurely. In the name of Jesus. Even your amen shows that you are not going to happen anywhere. Yeah, you. Yeah. I, said your, I said your amen shows that already Satan has taken you out of the system. Your amen shows that already you will not rise up above what the devil has planned for you. I'm saying that Satan will miscarry his plans for your life. That what demons in your family have planned for your life will be aborted this week. And it is Jesus. Jesus. I'm not the one. Jesus said, pray. And one of your agendas in prayer is to reduce the gap that exists between what has been written in heaven about your life and what we are seeing, right? Perhaps you should be a wife by now, but you are not. But this week, this week, what must happen according to God's will will happen practically. I didn't hear a violent amen. I didn't hear a loud amen. I said this week satanic plans it may touch someone but it will not touch you receive that prophecy for your life I can't hear your loud amen amen he said the days of my give me the complete Jewish Bible CJB of Job 7 1 yes Human life on earth is like serving in the army. Good news. Human life is like force. Look, some of you, you didn't plan to be fighting the battles you are fighting. Just by bearing the name Odro. You have been forced into army. Service. Human life. But with prayer. Yokes shall be broken. There is enough anointing here. To scatter and shatter 
any any yoke and burden on your life rise up to your feet and clap your hands and pray Reverend Michael pray that you will not be licking Jesus your son will not be licking Jesus Clap your hands and pray. Tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. If you like, be at home. It's up to you now. Melebo Sata. Be at home. You are a doctor, so you don't pray. I see. All right. What must bow will bow. What must open will open. What must shut will shut. Come Sata. Thank you, Father. Tomorrow, we are fasting. Pastor, is it six to six or six to twelve? It's up to you. The prayer topics are in the bulletin. Spend money to print prayer topics for you. Divide them, share them over the five days. In your office. In the torture. In your bedroom. Wage war. All these topics are happening in heaven already. It will happen in your life practically as well. Clap your hands for Jesus. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. You are here today. You are not born again. You want to say, Pastor? Pastor? Today? I want to give my life to Christ. If you are here like that, just lift your hand. I want to you. Yes, I see your hand. Lift your hand. Pastor, I want to be born again. Salvation is also one of the weapons that deliver victory. It delivers victory. It delivers triumph over the lineage of demons harassing us. Just by being saved. Every eye closed. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. Lift your hand wherever you are if you want to be born again. Yes. Lift it high, high. I see your hand. If your hand is up, come to me now. Come, come to me here. Come. I want to pray for you here. Come. 
Come. Bra. Come. Bra. Clap your hands and come. Please hurry up and come. Yes. No. Ten, please me. Lift your two hands. Lift your two hands. And say after me, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for my sins. I've gone very far from you. I've gone very far from you. I've done many wrong things. I've done many wrong things. And I'm dirty. I'm dirty. Please wash me. Please wash me. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. I thank you for my salvation. I thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.